Welcome to the Visegrad Insight Podcast from Central Europe on Central Europe. At the beginning of the week, uh, V4 ministers and foreign affairs adopted a common statement condemning uh, any pressure on Czechia from the Russian side in relationship to uh, to the recent discovery, uh, GRU agents involved in the blow up of a munition factory in Czechia in 2014. Uh, the um, uh, the reaction of the Czech Republic uh, was what it had to be. It was uh, it was expelling um, 18 uh, diplomats yes. from um, from Prague, and then we've seen um, Russia's retortion. Uh, the the actions by Russia was to expel, I think, 20. Uh, just days earlier, however, there was uh, there was pressure coming from the U.S. side um, related more to Ukraine, and uh, well, U.S. Uh, Poland in the region followed with expelling some diplomats, some Russian diplomats. I think there is a, um, there might be a hasty generalization and impression of, uh, of the common action in the region on, on Ukraine. And this is to the topic of today's podcast. This is where we will try to unpack what, uh, what the V4 countries are doing or not doing together in, in their foreign policy related uh, to Ukraine. Um, there is, of course, the EU um, platform on the EU level. There are discussions of the foreign ministers, but we'll take a closer look at, at each individual country in the V4 and uh, talk with Quincy Klut here with me um, on uh, about the positions of individual countries and and the rationale where where it comes all comes from. Um, my name is Wojciech Szybilski, and I'm happy to um, uh, welcome everyone, uh, every listener, to, to this episode of our podcast. In the past, it has happened a few times that um, V4 countries were taking a common position on, on uh, security-related uh, situations. R Russia uh, was criticized, Russia sanctions were demanded on the EU level by V4. Um, Ukraine has been supported, Belarus' opposition and democratic process has been supported by V4. But this time, V4 is silent on that so far. But instead, um, there is a statement about Czechia. Why is that so? What does it tell us? And what's behind the statement? So there's essentially a brief statement uh, released a couple of days ago, essentially condemning um, the, well, the involvement also of uh, Russian Gru men, those that are also linked to the Skripal case and some other, um, in, in uh, being behind this uh, 2014 uh, weapons uh, ammunition explosion. Um, it's a very swift, um, um, swiftly uh, published uh, statement. It's very short. So it's about a condemnation and also an expression of solidarity essentially with Czechia. I think the fact that it is there already is quite significant. Um, and this is something definitely we can uh, we can unpack. But then also we can say something maybe about the fact that it's relatively short and uh, there is not much detail, uh, which perhaps also says something about what in the end the V4 governments agreed on or not. Yeah, then there is also, of course, this element of disagreements on foreign policy between governments of V4. But I, I would appreciate that on Monday, uh, the V4 ministers actually issued a strong and short statement. The longer you have a statement, the, the softer it may get because there are different uh, uh, caveats and different uh, elements of the statement that, you know, they had to be negotiated. Here it's plain, uh, straightforward and, and plain language uh, in support of Czechia. I, I read it as a very good sign. However, what uh, internationally has not been, uh, I believe, properly recognized or unpacked, and this is something to worth telling, is uh, that Czechs do not come in um, 
in uh, in a way, you know, with politically motivated decision to sanction Moscow, standing in line um, like Poland did with the U.S. It is um, it is a decision uh, followed by an investigation that any country could have. I mean, this is this is compared to Skripal case, a discover of GRU agents being involved in deaths uh, and damage of property in relationship to the situation and when it comes to conflict in Ukraine. 2014, uh, munition uh, transports, munition uh, exports from Czechia were also to uh, to support, um, uh, could have supported uh, Ukraine. They were blown up. So the first uh, impression is that Czechia stands in line of sanctions exerting pressure on Russia in the standoff with Ukraine, where military buildup of the borders of Ukraine are there. But the truth to be told is that it has very little with political decision about it. It was a discovery by uh, a secret, uh, a security uh, agency of Czechia. Uh, this security agency uh, was to be followed by something obligatory in in you know in international affairs. Any country would do, as I said. Uh, the the reaction was obvious, so it was coincidental. Uh, rather than uh, it cannot be read as standing in line with the U.S., just following U.S. lead on on the case um, of of you know how to position vis-a-vis -vis, um, the situation. Um, and then there are other elements. Uh, we have we have more consequences coming up that are not related to Ukraine case, but they are developments in Ukraine. We've been publishing a lot about Dukovany power, nuclear power plant, where Russia has been a bidder and was a potential tender. No, nothing of that kind is uh, at the table now. The, Russia is off the table, essentially, when it comes to uh, to nuclear, uh, nuclear power plant, or at least it seems so for a re realistic uh, amount of time. And um, also the initial statement said of, of not following on, on Sputnik V and um, vaccine, a, a big topic that has been in Czechia with a country hardly hit. Can I jump in here? Because, uh, I mean, Czechia itself is already an interesting case if, if we're going to unpack country by country a little bit. Um, because I've, I've also been browsing uh, the, the sort of political responses. Um, it's interesting to note, for example, that the Babish government in, in, in a statement has also tried to downplay a little bit the, the, the significance of 2014 in the sense pointing out that this was essentially private property. It was not attack on, an attack on the stech, uh, uh, Czech state, um, but at the same time condemning it. Um, but perhaps more significant is the silence of the Czech president, uh, Milos Zeman. Um, which, um, as some may have seen also on social media, there was a response there with uh, a artist uh, projecting high treason uh, on the on the palace uh, in in Czechia as a sort of response. Um, I'm personally slightly more skeptical about what this also means for other dossiers, um, Rosatom, Dukovane in the long term. Um, I think the, 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 there is an attempt or there will be perhaps an attempt to compartmentalize this as a very specific issue, perhaps related to Ukraine, um, but that may not have a necessarily a significant uh, impact on, on other files. But that remains to be seen. Well, yeah, we'll, time, time will show in the short run, however, it is... In, 
impossible to imagine. And the negotiations and the level of you know preparedness for all these uh, Sputnik Five nuclear power plant are quite advanced, and it's it's quite impossible to imagine immediately that this uh, will will you know have no impact on 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 those areas. However, we uh, we just um, had a statement of the health minister uh, only you know only immediately afterwards in the couple of days after the incident, saying that Sputnik Five is still on the table for him uh, from his perspective. Um, yeah, we, we will definitely see a very interesting political game ahead of elections this year uh, with uh, Arno still in the lead, but uh, seriously um, jo jeopardized the, the, the chances of, of re-electing as a government by the strategy of all the smaller parties that want to unite against ammo. Well, we'll see how, how it goes. But um, I think it's uh, high time we move to, to other countries. I mean, it's uh, uh, it would be important, I think, to, to say that uh, uh, the initiative uh, of the V4 statement did not come from a country uh, like Poland that is presiding the V4 uh, mm -hmm. until June end of June this year, but it came from Slovakia. What does it tell us of, of Slovak politics and foreign policy of Slovakia? Well, it, it, uh, it's a signal perhaps uh, we've seen not only in, on this issue, but generally speaking, foreign policy, uh, value-based uh, foreign policy, where Slovakia is, is really sort of taking more the lead in the V4 when it comes to speaking out on these issues. I think that is partly driven by, by people, by leadership, uh, Zuzana Chaputova, um, but it probably also has to do to some extent extent with the uh, situation politics in Slovakia itself. I mean, definitely not free also of, of its own issues, but um, um, there there have been some positive changes in, uh, uh, in the last couple of years in terms of uh, openness as well. Um, I think, personally, I think it's great Slovakia is, is the, taking the lead uh, on this as well. It shows also that the V4 as a format in a way works, uh, even in despite uh, Poland's relative absence of leadership. Um, great, Slovakia is there, but I completely agree um, that, uh, yeah, why not Poland? Uh, so what, are, what is your take on this? Yeah, let's explore Poland and Hungary right after the break. We're inviting you to listen to today's uh, Thursday, 22nd of April, live debate with members of European Parliament, uh, Radosław Sikorski, a Polish MEP, a European People's Party, former uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs, Katalin Cech, Momentum Party, Renew Europe, and uh, Vladislav uh, Bilczyk, uh, also a European People's Party from Slovakia, who will discuss the state and the future of EU-US relations, part of our project with the European Parliament. For more information, go to the website visegradinsight.eu, check a section think tanks, events, video chats. We'll present there also full video recording. And for listeners of this podcast, we will also feature parts of the debate in the upcoming episodes. So Wojciech, what about Poland and Hungary? Well, one by one. In the case of Poland, it is really very strange not to see Poland uh, leading in such an important issue when a V4 partner is uh, making an important discovery. Also Poland uh, having a very clear position on, on, on Czechia. Yes, indeed, we have seen Poland uh, unilaterally uh, has uh, supported Czech government and it expressed, and I think it was even Prime Minister Morawiecki who expressed his support for Czech uh, activity, but he framed it in the wrong way. He framed it uh, around the, the situation in Ukraine and frame, framed it around the question of Russia, which to which Poland is particularly sensitive to. And 
I think at the same time he explained why Poland would not be seen as uh, as the best actor to lead on on this initiative because that could be very difficult pill to swallow for Hungarians to have Poland with the you know considerable skepticism on Russia overall to draft a memo under the presidency that should have been the the activity the priority of Polish presidency in the V4 and under this presidency to to say what it uh, what it thinks uh, for Hungary that plays uh, more of this you know multi-vector uh, foreign policy strategy uh, while feeling cozy uh, co- quite cozy in NATO and EU structures it it uh, reaches out to China it reaches out to Russia building up firm relationship and interests with those countries exploiting their position so basically it's a free rider strategy of uh, you know the getting the best benefits while everybody paid the t- paid the price um it it would be very difficult for them to accept a, a strong position at at the given circumstances, and the expression of of support from Slovakia was, uh, um, as you mentioned earlier, um, driven by values and principles, uh, was very short to the point, and didn't um, didn't expand and didn't bring an, a risk of an expansion of some other elements. Um, related to tensions between the US and Russia, for instance, which definitely Poland would uh, support. Poland has expelled uh, Russian diplomats exactly on the ticket of being in line with the US um, and also by demonstrating that its foreign policy is very, very servilist in a way. And I mean, I'm sorry to say that I'm Polish myself, but current foreign policy of, of Poland does not represent uh, uh, an element of, of the agency that, for instance, Czechs have been demonstrating in the recent actions. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Hungary, um, we we have been mentioning them many times. Let's just re, 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 reassess that. It's uh, uh, best, re, best relations with Russia when it comes to uh, different, you would say, energy security interests. Uh, Hungary is interested in building up their uh, nuclear power plant. It's in the process, the secret deal. There are talks of um, circumventing Central Europe uh, gas supplies also with the help of Russia and particular role of Hungary, not for the first time in history. But again, this relationship to Russia and Russia-sensitive topics are are no go for for Hungary. Uh, also, they've been uh, purchasing Sputnik V vaccine after Slovakia even uh, declined uh, using Sputnik V and declared they found that some irregularities with the vaccines. Um, Hungarians just took it. Uh, they took it on board. Also for uh, reviewing them with their agency, medical agency. But of course, they're applying Sputnik V uh, from the very beginning of of when it was offered on the market. And they're helping the Russian um, uh, information uh, PR campaign globally in that sense. So, Wojciech, maybe let me ask you a question. Uh, you think that the relative success now of finding a sort of a common position, um, and in particular uh, Hungary's position, does that relate mostly because it's it, the, the Czech incident is quite specific? And if we compare it, for example, to the issue of Ukraine, it's infinitely more complex. Or do you think also there is a Hungarian-Ukrainian dimension there specifically, um, which makes it, for example, a lot more difficult to agree on there? No. So let's be very clear, Czech uh, expulsion, uh, the case of, of diplomats, Russian diplomats expelled from uh, Czechia, is nothing has nothing to do with Ukraine. If you see what it really, how it ha- happened, it's just coincidental. Uh, when it comes to Poland, it's completely different. And when it comes um, 
to Hungarian positions on, on Ukraine. This is, of course, it has its own separate history. It has some links to Poland. Um, Hungary is uh, using uh, culture war uh, arguments on on Ukraine and the questions of minority rights living in Zakarpatsia as a pretext to block Ukraine from securing its position in in Europe and you know in terms of uh, defense in terms of cooperation with NATO Poland has, Poland has been previously even critical of that has been trying you know and even under PIS government uh, the, the it was making efforts within the the NATO parliamentary assembly that gather in Warsaw to to put to exert pressure on on Hungarians to change their position to to mitigate risks of 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 you know um, of Ukraine being left alone, left left out of of uh, of the Western uh, circles, but Hungarians uh, nonetheless uh, keep a firm position in this uh, respect, and it's hard to explain by purely uh, the element of uh, the element of um, you know their own self interest with uh, the minority in in Ukraine. It seems and it has too many links to to the relationship to Russia. And often even uh, stated clearly by Mr. Orban that we, we also a few times in the past uh, referred to when he said that Hungary as the EU and NATO member uh, keeps the door open for actors like Russia to uh, benefit the most from the uh, world turmoil. That's exactly the opposite strategy uh, to what uh, at least is in the best interest of Poland and to what uh, Czech and Slovakia has recently demonstrated um, is, is, is vital for Central European security. And so it seems we're only starting to unpack some of the complexities there. Uh, maybe important to add that we will have some interesting opinion and analysis following um, this story of uh, Russian diplomats being expelled, looking at it from different angles, uh, explaining the significance, but then also the wider question of uh, Czech-Russian relations will be soon on visegradinsight.eu. And thank you for listening. Wojciech Przybylski and Quincy Klute. <laughs>